Christmas themed episode. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my first story is Animal News. <coughs> this is from CNN. Venomous snake found lurking in family's <laughs> Christmas tree. <laughs> Getting us off to an exciting start. Oh my goodness. I just really wanted a story that would get everyone in the Christmas mood. <laughs> Maybe like, double check your tree. Is this all, yeah, like, <laughs> double, check, double check plants in your home. Um, uh, so this is Robin Marcella Wild, which is a great last name, wasted hmm. no time in calling in a professional after they discovered one of Africa's most venomous snakes hiding between the tinsel and baubles at their home in South Africa. Uh, Having decorated the tree just hours earlier, they spotted their cats staring at its branches. Uh, Rob, a British stock stock market trader who moved with his wife to South Africa 18 years ago, I don't know why we need that information, (laughs) told CNN on Tuesday of, this was like a couple weeks ago, but uh, the cats were peering into the tree and my wife said, there's probably a mouse in there somewhere. Um, But they soon discovered a rather different animal staring back, however, a boomslang. Have you heard of a boomslang before? I've heard of it. I don't know what um, the status or what the how venomous they are. Yeah, they're known as a shy species, and it's also one of the most venomous species in Africa. Oh my gosh! Uh, the animal's venom causes hemorrhages and can be fatal to humans in small amounts. Wonderful. So, like one bite could actually kill you. Again, great energy going into this Christmas <laughs> episode about. Venomous, murderous snakes. Um, they're not actually, I shouldn't say murderous. They're, no, they're quite shy. Like they're shy, they, so they're not actively a, aggressive. Then. Yeah, it's much more of a defensive thing. Um, I mean, I assume not when they're hunting actual prey, but for people, they would not yeah. normally bite. Uh, snake catcher Jerry Haynes confirmed the animal's identity when he arrived at the family's property in Robertson in uh, the Western Cape. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know why it feels the need to give all this information soon afterwards. Uh, the snake, <laughs> the snake was female and between 4.3 and 4.9 feet long. They had it in meters, but I obviously don't know meters. So, <laughs> so you converted it. Okay. So I converted it. And that's, that's a, a very long, long snake. snake. I'm like, um, <laughs> they're very thin and very long. Okay. One of the, it's the boom slang. Um, Haynes took the, re- uh, the reptile home where he temporarily housed it in a snake enclosure, uh, before releasing it back into the wild the following weekend. Apparently it was pretty dark when he got it, so he didn't want to, like, release it into the dark. Oh, yeah. Which I get. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I wonder if the snake was in there the whole time they were decorating or if it was, like, somehow in their house and then went in the tree That's later. a good question. If they were, like, putting things up and it was just watching them. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, like, in the... That's oh, my so, gosh. That's so scary. That's really I had to scary, consider actually. that. Because, like... Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? You're like, well, because it you said or it, it said in there that like, they had just decorated. They it, just but finished like, decorating, and then they noticed it somehow. I feel like you would. How do you not you, notice it? Maybe it did go in. Was after it after the fact? Because it was probably a real tree, right? Snake. Yeah, I have to assume. Um, I don't know, but but I'm like, how? That's maybe a weird coincidence. Dense. It was just maybe like in their house. Yeah, it could have been like really dense leaves, and they just were only decorating the outside, and it didn't feel threatened, so it didn't bite them. Yeah. That is so funny. Wow. And terrifying also. Mostly terrifying. <laughs> actually, it's actually. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
is this the Halloween episode? <laughs> I know that's what, this is much more Halloween episode vibes. No, that's Christmas, that's but, yeah. yeah. We um, check your Christmas trees, people. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I wouldn't expect to find a snake in there where we live, but yeah, there could be no. other critters potentially. I'm yeah. more worried about bugs than anything else. Yeah, I'd say so. bugs are probably the most most likely thing for us. Yeah, um, or a mouse or something. But that's mm-hmm. harmless. Just annoying. yeah. But yeah, we don't have a lot of venomous snakes and much less tree-dwelling snakes yeah, in this area, right. so I think we'd be so okay. So we're pretty okay there. Just rattlesnakes and those stay on the ground and warn you, so. Yeah, right. Okay, my first story is also animal news. This is from nydailynews.com. The headline is, Squirrels Chew Through Christmas Lights Ruin Holiday Display in Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, this is like a common thing that happens. I've never heard of this before. No, I'm not surprised. I'm into it. Animals, rodents love chewing through wires. And so do cats, I've found. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Didn't know that. Uh, okay. So, holiday organizers in St. Paul, Minnesota are fed up with spoiled squirrels <laughs> chewing through their holiday lights. Um, so, this year, locals will have to make do with a, uh, a ground light shining green and blue lighting patterns onto the trees instead of lights. So this is, they're specifically talking about a a park, I believe. Okay. So the organization Friends of Mears Park co-chair Anne Labore was interviewed about this. Um, And she says locals who are unhappy about this year's display can blame the fact that park visitors keep feeding the squirrels. (laughs) Um, they keep feeding them wires, and so they keep what else? Feeding are you them wires, and then they like wires. Yeah, you guys stop can't feeding them wires. Feed them wires. <laughs> they develop a taste for them. So apparently, Christmas light wires, um, or or the wires, I guess that ha- that they had in 2020. I don't know if this is all wires were coated in polylactic acid, which is derived from mm. corn sugar. Oh, and um, <laughs> I guess that it can taste good or something, and yeah. and. Uh, this person says that the squirrels at, in like the holiday season 2020 chewed through a lot of the wiring because they were like they were spoiled by people who kept feeding them in the park or something like they, there was a lot of them there and they kept being fed and then they were just like around or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. And they like destroyed like all the Christmas lights. <laughs> so the vendors that usually do the decorating for this area were like, we're not doing we're not putting up lights this year <laughs> because they didn't want to like have to repurchase all this stuff and then it just get destroyed again. Right. So they just put up these like projection lights instead and apparently the locals are like upset about it because they're not Christmas lights. Like, okay, come on. <laughs> well and stop feeding the squirrels. Stop feeding the squirrels then. Um yeah. Uh it's like yeah, because it's like projectors and stuff. And um that's that's the whole story. <laughs> I found I, look, I actually looked this up that apparently this is a thing that can happen that squirrels will be attracted to Christmas lights either because of this coating or they think that the lights themselves look like like nuts, like certain styles of them. Okay, I guess I could see that. I think not not the classic ones, but like the, the ones that are like bigger, maybe mm-hmm. the, the, like the more bulb shaped ones. Yeah, right. Which I guess they're all bulb. Well, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, no. but, um, they kind of look like acorns a little bit, kind of. Squirrels aren't that smart. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah, some of them just kind of look like the shape of it. So they might get confused and like try to. So I found this blog that was like how to deter squirrels from chewing or eating Christmas lights. 
And this was the summary sentence at the top, which I just thought was funny. To deter squirrels from eating lights, you must make your displays and your yard an unappealing, unpleasant, and inhospitable place for them. Ah, yes. The <laughs> spirit like, of the season. <laughs> make your yard unpleasant and inhospitable during the holiday season. It's like, what? But no, no, I have read, and it was like there's different like sprays, like scented stuff that you can spray on I things that like was something like that. Not yeah, like, <laughs> that they don't like that they'll stay away from. It. Yeah, that's all. Make your display extremely unattractive, <laughs> yeah, make, and it'll keep squirrels away because they'll be like, no, no, it's ugly. Not that, no. no, thank, no, thank make, you. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was the advice that there's like. So if you happen to have this problem, which like I, I have never had this problem. We have a lot of squirrels around here, and I've never heard of that. But yeah. if it's happening to you. There are like different scented things you can do, like spray around your decor and your house and stuff that'll keep the squirrels away. So makes sense. My next story is world news. This is from CNBC. The country that celebrates Christmas for more than four months a year. Did you know there was such a place? No. Uh, So apparently it's the Philippines. Oh. Spoiler, I get, but not because I was about to tell you anyway. So four months of festivities in the Philippines gives new meaning to the term holiday season. Uh, Christmas there is celebrated during the quote-unquote burr months. Uh, that is September, October, November, and December. Uh, Christmas fever starts on September 1st and ends the first week of January. <laughs> um, so wow. basically it sounds like what happened here is kind of how Christmas creep happens in the U.S. as well, where yeah. like every year it feels like it's stuff is coming out earlier and earlier. Um, but the big difference is that while we like tend to be like, no, no Christmas creep, stop it. Uh, <laughs> the Philippines largely embraced it and just were like, yes, more Christmas all the time. Christmas forever Christmas. Okay. Um, so it is based in commercialism <laughs> uh, that, it, that it that it's extended to this uh, extent. But uh, they said radio stations begin to play English and Tagalog uh, Christmas songs in September. Oh, uh, wow. That's also when most people start putting up their decorations, including Christmas trees, uh, which is surprising because I feel wow. like a live tree would not live that long, um, would not survive that yeah. long. But uh, Robert, Blanca, Robert Blancaflor... It's a hard name to say. Uh, president of a Manila-based ev- uh, events design company says the Christmas season highlights the best traits of the Filipino people. Hospitality, generosity, creativity, and dedication to family. Um, so, yeah. And th- there's also, like, obvious. there's a big religious aspect to it. There's a large, like, contingency of Christians in uh, in uh, the Philippines. But, yeah, it's it sounds like a lot. <laughs> largely it came about because of commercialism. And people were like, yeah. We want Christmas earlier. Why All right. not? We love Christmas. So hey, it makes the people happy. Yeah, I guess that's you fine. Just, you just keep extending it back and back, and now they celebrate it for basically four months of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here are my feelings on this. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just ex- okay? At least in the okay in this country, if they want to do that, that's fine. If that makes people happy. That's fine. There. My feelings about the U.S. though. Mm-hmm. I do feel that other holidays become overcast with the the Christmas stuff if it's too early. That's my main complaint. Is like I want to be able to like fully celebrate yeah. Halloween and Thanksgiving. Right. I want yeah. Before Halloween, Christmas stuff is absolutely that should be illegal. <laughs> that happens though. <laughs> I know, but it should be illegal. <laughs> like before Thanksgiving is getting like slightly more yeah. acceptable, but 
I still don't really want to hear Christmas songs until after Thanksgiving because it's like yeah, I same. just want to I want to be able to enjoy that season. Like I want yeah, because be... Thanksgiving season is also like a fun yeah, fall it's a time, nice you know, time for family and stuff. And yeah, just like I I want it to be its own thing. It's got its own food. That's how I feel too. I don't like, have to worry about gift giving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like its own thing, and I like celebrating it as its own thing. And when mm. you when you start like shoehorning Christmas stuff everywhere in that time, it, it almost like yeah, it cheapens it or something. Mm. I mean, maybe that's an unfair thing to say, but that's how I feel. Oh, I, I get. I want to celebrate Thanksgiving, and yeah, and then like we've got all of December yeah. for Christmas. And I think if people want to extend the Christmas season, just extend it into January. Yeah, January, January is, is awful. so January is terrible January because there's nothing going on. One of the worst on. months. Followed and it's super closely cold. By February. <laughs> it's super cold. February there's also no, is not There's great. no holidays in January even. Like at least I February know. February has Valentine's Fe- Day which is also of questionable use, but like Yeah, but at January least there's like nothing. kind of something. January just has nothing. Why can't January also be like still Christmas? Cuz that's the other the other yeah. thing that actually I don't know what it, it bothers me that as soon as it's like the day after Christmas, everybody's like, "Okay, Christmas is over. Take down everything. Like we're yeah. done." It's like, what? oh no, I, I mean, I, always, I leave my, st- I, I actually leave my decorations, leave my decorations up through, up through like, January first or second at least. At I least, leave. I decided a couple of years ago I'm going to leave them up for January because there's nothing else going on in January. Do it, yeah, <laughs> and otherwise it's just dreary. Like, is January President's Day or is that February? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm trying to think if there's any. If there's like any, there's probably something like that in January. King Junior Day? January? No, that's not in January. That's that's in February, I think. Okay. Or maybe, March even. I maybe don't know. the President's Day that I'm thinking of. Anyway, there's nothing good. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> let's make January festive in in terms of yeah. keep lights up and stuff. Lights are pretty. It doesn't yeah, have to if be we're like. We're gonna be cold Christmas. and miserable. We might as well have like pretty lights to look at. That's how I yeah. That's so that's how I feel about that. I, I wish that there was like a I support this. Let's creep into January creep into january yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just really a win it's like we can still have our fall holidays and we can make january more festive yeah. that's that's my solution <laughs> <laughs> i like it all right my next story is random local news this is from abc57.com <laughs> The headline is, Utah woman transforms home into a gingerbread house. That's fun. It's a real gingerbread house. I thought the woman herself was going to transform for a second there. And it's like, into <laughs> Utah what? Woman. Utah woman transforms into, into a gingerbread, gingerbread woman. Into a gingerbread house. <laughs> into a gingerbread house. I at least had her remain a person of <laughs> yeah, some sort. I do. <laughs> you just turned her into a house. <laughs> so, um... Virginia Hoffman of Utah has created her very own real-life gingerbread house, complete with giant gumdrops, peppermint swirls, and candy canes. Wow. The, the walls of the house are not gingerbread. I will say that. Disappointing. Um, it's, it's still a real... The walls and the roof are actual I, real house. I mean, I assume she didn't make, make sure. it actual gingerbread. <laughs> but all of the decorations make it look like a gingerbread house. Um, uh, she says it's all homemade. And it's all been kind of a figure it out as you go. And the project apparently took hundreds and hundreds of hours to complete. <laughs> and who was involved was, uh, she was involved, her husband, who I guess is a professional artist of some kind, was involved and the grandchildren all pitched in on this as well. Okay. And here is a photo of what the front of the house 
looks like. Oh, wow. Isn't that cute? That looks so nice. And their house is already kind of a gingerbread color, so it works. Yeah. Because it, it's like clever. brick, I think. Why don't more people do this? I feel like I it's don't an, know. This is, isn't it a great idea? I feel like it's an obvious decorating idea for like the holidays, and I, but you never see anyone. It's like gingerbread just, like, giant, just have giant gumdrops and stuff. I feel like that would be... Yeah, like, even if you did nothing else, I love the gumdrops leading, or, like, on the walkway up to the front door. Okay, so I'm going to try to verbally describe the decorations here for listeners. So, on the, like, edges of the roof of the house, they have these things that look like little hard candies, like, Mm -hmm. all along the edges. And then they also have gumdrops all over the place. So, some and, like, they have... Is it a win- the window? The window, I think, has, like, gumdrops on top of it and this, like, ice. I think that they put this, like, thing that looks like snow, but it's icing. It kind of looks like icing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's actually snow. I think they put that there. Yeah. And then they have candy canes just, like, sticking up as, like, decoration, like, in front in different places. And then the walkway leading up to the front door is lined with gumdrops. I don't giant know. Giant gum- They're so They're big. giant gumdrops. Makes me want a gumdrop. Like, yeah, when was the last time you actually ate a gun drop? Because I don't, you can't even remember. I don't know. But I don't know what these are made of or what. And I, but I really hope that they light up at night. <laughs> but I don't know if they do. But there's <laughs> giant gum drops, and it's really cool looking. Yeah, it's a, it's really so, well done. Yeah, supposedly they like made all this stuff themselves. So it's yeah, a, that's I don't a know if you could buy it because. Again, yeah, like where would nobody, you buy that? Nobody does this, and I'm surprised that they don't yeah, make these like decorations. If they just made like giant gum drops. Oh yeah. I would buy would, that and just put it in, they like, would by sell, my driveway or like, something. Like giant gumdrops would sell, <laughs> yeah. which is a, very well. This is, yeah, this is just a great decorating idea. Yeah. It turned out great. My next story is space news. Wow, we have a Christmas-themed space Christmas? story? I guess it's Christmas on a technicality, <laughs> okay. I will say. Um this is from The Hill, and the headline is, NASA will make historic launch on Christmas Day. Oh! So really, it's only about the time. <laughs> um, but NASA's launch of the James Webb Telescope has again been delayed, with the latest rescheduling placing its departure on Christmas Day. So the James Webb Telescope, if I think we've talked about it briefly on here before, but it's basically the like successor to the Hubble. And, okay. But it's just like better in every imaginable way and it's like a much larger telescope so it'll be able to take pictures from of things much further from us cool so we're probably going to get some really cool pictures out of this i'm really excited it's going to be getting launched um so the agency said on tuesday that adverse weather conditions uh at europe's spaceport in french guiana uh resulted in the postponement of the event which was scheduled for december 24th originally uh but the new launch window uh, for what has been referred to by the agency as the world's most powerful space telescope, which it's not a lot of competition, but uh, it's now scheduled between 7 a.m. and 7.52 a.m. Eastern Time Christmas morning. So you're going to have to get up really early, but it's Christmas Day, so you might already be, depending. But, yeah. Um, uh, the encapsulation of the Webb telescope inside the uh, Ariane 5 rocket was previously completed late last week. Uh, it's called encapsulation, I guess, when they put it inside oh, the rocket. Oh, okay. I guess. I yeah, know. I guess that makes so, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense uh, semantically. Uh, NASA is partnering on the venture with their European Space Agency and the Canadian Space Agency. So, yeah, it's a big joint effort, and it's all happening on Christmas. 
So NASA, in a way, is giving us all a gift. I wonder why they decided to do it on Christmas and not like the day after Christmas. Yeah, that is kind of strange. It's like all these people like now are going to miss like Christmas. You couldn't wait of this like launch. one day. Like yeah. I don't really. Um, I don't know. Maybe the weather was bad the next day too. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's actually true. Yeah, because the weather Could affects be. things and I have don't to actually time know, that but with the launches. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. And this is well, cool. something that they definitely want to make it into space because it yeah. has been a project it's been in for, the works a for a long while. time and it's, I'm sure, cost a lot of money. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, that'll be wow. launched soon. I, I don't know how soon we're going to start getting photos from the thing, but I'm excited to see what it's able to take. Yeah, same. I mean, you've seen pictures we've gotten from Hubble. Right. Can you imagine those at like a higher resolution <sighs> and of objects that we've never even been able to see before in space? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm so oh, excited. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. We'll cover a bunch of them on the podcast and they'll all be visual and, they'll all be, and nobody will see it. They'll all be visual and you'll just have to look up the pictures. Maybe we can post the pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. My next story is another animal news. <laughs> this is from cbc.ca, which is the Canadian news site. Ah. The headline is... <laughs> Red nose rage, aggressive deer keep attacking this Rudolph decoration. I love that all of the animal news from this episode has been like venomous, <laughs> eating through wires, attack. It's like animals doing things that are that range from mildly annoying to like dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I also we like got all that your, I was all your favorite animal behavior. We had like if you remember, there was another story. I don't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago about like bears attacking Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations too. Yeah. It's like, apparently that's a theme yep. in the news this year. Um, <laughs> so also I took this I quote from this article of how they started out the article. Cause I thought it was funny. <laughs> Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer was famously left out of reindeer games. In fact, all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. However, uh-huh. at no point in the classic Christmas song do the other reindeer headbutt and stomp the living daylights out of Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they start the article. I was reading this and I was like... That took such a turn so fast. I was like so crying laughing. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. But yeah, so apparently there's this... Just somebody has this reindeer decoration that they put out every year, and young male deer keep thinking it's a rival buck and attacking it. <laughs> and apparently, this isn't even like the first time this has happened with this person. <laughs> and like, I was like, how are they thinking it's a rival buck? And then I saw a picture of the thing, and I was like, oh, well, that's why they think it's a, like. Let me show you this <laughs> decoration. <laughs> like, it's not what you think. It's not like no. a blow up reindeer. It's, yeah, it's like a almost a statue i mean i assume it's like a fur hunting or something and they just added a red nose or yeah it's like i don't know if it's wooden or what but it's it's brown like it's a color of a real deer like it looks like a real realistic um like buck with horns red nose and then it has like a red light bulb that's like screwed into the nose basically that makes it rudolph i guess kind of looks like it's just duct taped on there honestly i'm like yeah, is this just like a homemade thing? Maybe. I think, I, think, I kind of hope it is. It looks is. a little bit DIY. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I know why they're attacking it because it looks like a real, it looks like a real, like, bug. Yeah. Except just with, like, a red light bulb on the nose. So, yeah, apparently it, it keeps getting, keeps getting attacked because <laughs> the deer in the area think it's a rival, a rival deer. So, 
That's that's too bad. Poor yeah. Rudolph. Oh. <laughs> All the other reindeer. <laughs> Curb <laughs> stopped Rudolph. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like what what the poem didn't say was how (laughs) like oh my goodness okay so we normally do breaking news but since it's a special episode today we're gonna do a special segment at the end of the show (laughs) and this is going to just be about christmas themed guinness world records i love it okay so i have actually there are six different uh news stories about records of different kinds that are all christmas themed from well, more than month. i would have expected <laughs> so, yeah. yeah okay so the first one is um there's <laughs> there is a place in um new york in the u.s that is a school for people that are going to be portraying santa claus <laughs> like they have like classes that teach people how to be santa claus what and that it's been dubbed the world's longest running Santa school by Guinness World Records. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. It started in New York, but it's actually in Michigan. It moved to Michigan. Oh. But it's been operating for 84 years. That's too long. Um, the school covers what? topics. Oh, you're about to say. The school covers topics including how to properly dress as Santa, how to sing and dance to Christmas music, how to make toys in a workshop, and how to ride a sleigh. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? What? Like, why would you go? I mean, That's... I don't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like of those, the only one you would ever actually make use of is the getting dressed part. Yeah, like, that's what, all, like who, I haven't seen t- a lot of singing, dancing Santas. I haven't seen a lot of Santas actually a, making toys. Yeah, like when you get a job as Santa, you just sit in a spot and dressed as Santa, right? Like, are you supposed to be actually like making stuff? I don't. I've never seen that, but apparently, I mean, you can go to this place and learn if you really want to be like a legit Santa Claus. I mean, I so. guess I'll keep it in mind as an option <laughs> if if my current job falls apart. You know, this isn't even the only place that does this. It's just the world's longest running Santa Claus school. I don't even know that was. Well, who wouldn't hear that idea and think I'm going to start one too? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's our first one. Okay, so the next one um, is (laughs) some people in Idaho um, wrapped a boy in gift wrap in one minute and forty three seconds and set a Guinness World Record for how fast they were able to do this. Wait, it's a Guinness record for boy rapping? <laughs> Apparently, wrapping a, a person or wrapping a kid in gift wrap. There's, there's rules also with this. Okay, so oh, Guinness on, rules required Joey, the kid that was being wrapped, to be covered head to toe in gift wrap uh-huh. with his arms and legs wrapped individually. Oh. The rules also required the wrapping to be completed without any of the paper tearing. So it didn't. If the paper tore while you were wrapping, you you messed up. You start over. I mean, it's a it's to be honest, it's a pretty impressive record. But that's all. But it's also more. My issue is more why. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. But apparently, that was a record. There, there was an outstanding record of one minute and fifty eight point nine seconds, and they did it in one minute and forty three seconds. It's a pretty significant jump. Yeah, it, it was pretty quick if you think about it. Like, yeah. 
No, that's basically that's a little over like one and a half minutes to like wrap a like, person in yeah, paper. Yeah, and wrapping the limbs individually and not tearing the paper. Yeah. Wrapping paper famously tears very easily. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. There's videos of it, pictures. I'm not going to describe those. They're pretty self-explanatory. But <laughs> it's a boy wrapped in paper. It's a boy wrapped in, in Christmas paper. All right. Okay, the next one. A... British man has earned a Guinness World Record for his collection of Christmas brooches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That sentence could have gone a million different directions. And brooches was not even in, it wasn't even up for consideration. It's not. (laughs) All right. Adam Wide began collecting bejeweled Christmas pins in 1984. Um, and I guess he he officially set a record for this back in 2008 when he had 542 of these. This year, he has broken his own record again with his collection of 7,921 pins. Wait, what, the has, first record was set when? Was that like... 542 was set by him in 2008. So it was a while ago. And I guess, I don't know if he's been like keeping up with it, but he just, they retallied his collection this year and it's like 7,900 pins. And they're unique, I think. I mean, how would you know at that point? Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the time you looked at the eight or the 4,000th, you wouldn't remember the like first what you had. ones. Yeah. Like, that's, um, oh my gosh. So. This is a quote from this guy. I encourage everyone to go out there and find a bizarre hobby you can thoroughly enjoy. Like, all right, okay. All right. Um, and he estimates his collection to be worth more than $460,000. I mean, he ex- estimates that? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I, guess I don't know. know. what he spent on it, at least. But, uh, yeah, so there's like, I mean, there's there's probably more. Fo- they're just a, one kind of photo just showing some of them. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Scott Christmas pins. You know what aspect of that I would enjoy though is what? like organizing them by what like is like Santa pins and reindeer pins and stuff. I would find that oh, very yeah. satisfying. I like that. I like that kind of thing. Like sorting and organization of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I could see that being being fun. That be like, part here's would be my. Fun, but also, I would one thousand Santa pins. Yeah, it's like I don't know if I would choose Christmas pins. I don't know if that would be my choice. <laughs> You'd pick a different like yeah. uh, theme. Yeah. Okay, the next one is also about a collection. Mm-hmm. A Welsh woman has set a record for her collection of Christmas baubles, like the... Um, uh, the round ornaments. The round ornaments, yeah. yes. She has 1,760 of these ornaments, less than the pins, guys. I was going to say, you got to do some catching up, but those are also much harder to store. Yes, I, like. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> those actually are pretty hard to store. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, her nickname is Nana Bobbles, apparently. Oh. Because people know that she does this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, she, there's a quote from her in this article. It's back in 1999, she went to a friend's house for a drink, and that person had, like, these ornaments hanging from the ceiling. And she was like, this looks so nice or something, and then started collecting these ornaments. <laughs> Okay, and she gets them from <laughs> she gets them from all over the world, um, and she hangs the ornaments from the ceilings inside her home, 
And she has more decorating the exterior of her house as well. So that's how she like stores them. Oh. They're just all hanging. Wow. Somewhere. That's another thing where I feel like it would be fun to organize them, but also. Like, I don't know if those would be harder. as fun to. Or, I don't know. I don't know how by color you... and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I that could be very satisfying to see like a gradient of like reds and oranges and stuff. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. Your house would look like just like an art installation, probably. It if would. You did this, yeah. you know? And it would also That'd be, be cool. a nightmare and they would probably get dusty and it would be gross. But yeah, how would you. Du- you'd have to. Very careful. I'd just be really afraid that like they'd break. You yeah. Know, they'd fall down. Like, yeah. That yeah. would be too. That's why. <laughs> that makes, I guess that does make the size much more impressive when you <laughs> like. You think of like se- having 1,700 of those? Maintaining all of those. Yeah. And they're all like hung in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> all right. Now we, we have one more uh, collection story. This one is the world's largest snow globe collection. Okay. Um, this is a woman in China. She has a Guinness World Record uh, for the largest collection of snow globes. And she has 4,238 pieces so right in, in her between. collection. But also, also, this one I have a photo of. Also, her snow a difficult globe one. Oh, wow. Walls of snow globes. Walls of slow, snow globes. Yeah, those, because th- those tend to be kind of large. So you just you yeah. need space for that. Exactly. Like, and it just from I'm from less the, and less impressed by the pin guy. As we go on, it's like, well, those, because the storage is so easy. They're not going to break, and they're tiny. Like and you just fine. put them in a box. Yeah, put them in a box somewhere. Who cares? Yeah, that's why he's able to store seven thousand <laughs> or seventy nine hundred yeah. or whatever. But like when you have something that's like either big or fragile, right? It's harder to. And these are big and fragile. These are big and fragile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She has all different sizes of them too. But they're all holiday themed. Um, oh, they're all holiday themed. Actually, too. wait, no. Maybe I made. Maybe it doesn't say that. Maybe okay. I just. I was going to say, you can that. find a snow globe for, like, Disney World and stuff, too, so. I think I just made that up in my mind, or I assumed that. So <laughs> Retract that statement. I retract that. Nick <laughs> News would like to issue an apology. <laughs> um, okay, so this woman's name is Wendy Swen. Uh, she lives in Shanghai. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, if I just said China. Uh, and she's been collecting these snow globes for years she said she, she says that she's running out of room so she has become more selective about what she adds to her collection so mm-hmm. she used to just buy like whatever from like dollar stores and stuff and now she only gets things that are like high quality or like nicer looking okay i, and, I respect that yeah <laughs> um and she says the most pricey piece in her collection is a louis vuitton snow globe that cost her nine thousand and nine hundred dollars <laughs> For a snow globe. For a snow. Why did Louis Vuitton make a snow globe? I don't know. All right. But that exists. She it's in her it. collection. She has it. Wow. So that's that's an yeah. impressive collection. I wonder how much that one's valued at. Uh, I actually think it says in here. Hold on. Uh, she estimates she spent about one hundred and sixty-five thousand okay. dollars on the snow globes over the years. Yeah. <laughs> pretty expensive. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's a pretty expensive hobby but over time. A starter home in a small neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that one's cool. It's t- that one yeah, look like we said, it's hard to store also. Yeah. Um Okay, and I have one more story. This one is not a collection. This one actually didn't set a new record, but he has set a bunch of records in the past, so it's relevant. Um 
John Evans is considered a, a strong, a British strongman. Okay. Uh, That's what the article says. <laughs> and he has multiple Guinness World Records for balancing heavy objects on his head. Uh-huh. So that's just what he does. And apparently he recently... <laughs> just what he does. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He recently dressed up as Santa and balanced like a chimney on his head what? with smoke coming out of it. What? And then he went on TV with doing this. So he did this on live television. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> Wait, how? He balanced it on, on some show called This Morning. I don't know. Okay. But he um, he says he used discarded pieces from demolished buildings to build the chimney. I'm like, where did you get those? I don't know. He, demo- he, he built, also demolished the building. He also demolished the building Just by punching purpose. them. He's so strong. So, <laughs> and uh, in the past, he's done this with Christmas trees. Uh, but this year he wanted to do a chimney, so he put a pair of smoke grenades into the eight-foot chute to give the effect of a functioning chimney during his balancing act. Um, so he he balanced a chimney on his head and has smoke coming out of it. Who thinks of these ideas? I don't know. These As people. John Evans does. John Evans, the strong the man. British, the British, British strong, strong man. man. <laughs> um. I guess that one uh, that one guy weird. encouraged everyone to come up with a weird hobby, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was listening. This article had a couple of examples of what this guy's done in the past, or what he has balanced on his head in the past. Uh, it includes one time he did thirteen kegs of beer. That's a lot. Don't ask me how any of this is possible because I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, two girls on bikes. <laughs> How? What part was on his head? Maybe he had like a platform on his head oh, and they were on the that platform. Would make more sense. That's the only way yeah, this is possible. Like, right? where, what part would you choose is like the balancing point that wouldn't like slice your head slice open? Slice your head open, like, like permanently injure you? Yeah. 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 Uh, and another one was 300 loaves of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so random. That's so weird. It is. But hey, this guy, he's got his hot, and he has a ton of records. All right. Because that's his thing, I, and yeah, you know, he most, just balances stuff on his head. Most people wouldn't think to do that. I can't imagine why. Okay, so that's our 2021 holiday list of Guinness records and, yeah, and other we, achievements. We actually just set a Guinness World Record ourselves for most Christmas-themed Guinness World Records talked about in a single podcast episode. Oh my gosh, you're right! Yeah, so that's, that, pre- that's pretty exciting for us. That is exciting. We need to alert the Guinness people. Yeah, and they'll probably be like, no, put something on your head. Yeah, I don't know. I've never tried to talk to those people. Yeah, I don't know how easy I don't even know how, but but it seems like it's not too hard to come up with something. So maybe we should submit this. Not a bad idea. Yeah. All right, that's our Christmas show. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.